Blog Talk Radio. Inside. Good morning. I'm your host, Joe Lewis, and thank you once again for listening in. You're just listening to some musical selection by John LePew called The uh, Art of Time. You know, The Art of Time was the name of that song there. And I got to thinking about how time is so valuable. Time is precious, you know. God said he co- He covers and he controls the time and eternity. And I would just like to encourage you this morning, make the best use of your time. Encourage you not uh, to maximize the time that you have. I uh, Once again, we're out here once again. We just want to just let you know that there's a Internet program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you could be. It's called Free on the Inside. And, you know, and who the Son said free. I'm talking about the Son of God. Who the Son said free is free indeed. I want you to let go of all those things that have been holding you hostage, those things that been, you've been fearful of, those things that uh, that's laying heavy on your heart, those things that you're just scared about. Let those things go and let God but this is the day that the Lord had made. Let us rejoice and be glad of it. You know, I was just thinking about how good God had been to me. And I know that he's been good to you, too, because you're still alive. You still have breath in your body. You're still able to move your arms and legs or whatever it may be. He's been good to you. He gives you a reasonable portion of health and strength, and you're able to do some things that you're accustomed to. You know, let's face it. This is a gift here. This is a gift. It ain't promised to us each and every day, but let's maximize this time that we have. You know, as I was doing my early morning study, and I was studying my word this morning, I pray you've been studying your word that you've been encouraging yourself. Because let's face it, we live in a, a fallen world, a fallen state. We live in chaos and confusion at every turn and uh and, and that we may face each and every day, but God is able. I recall how David was in a place called Ziglag, and they said that David had to encourage himself. I encourage you. I encourage you to encourage yourself in the midst of everything that's going on. We're not going to talk about the uh, the economy because we know how it is. It's good for some people. It's bad for some people. We're not going to talk about the coronavirus because guess what? Some people are taking precaution and governing themselves the way the health authorities say. And some people say, forget this thing. I don't care what happens. I don't believe it. Anymore. We're not going to even bother you with all those things now because you got enough on your plate today. But what if? But what if? 
God was answering your prayer today. The thing that you was praying on, what if God said, what would you have me to do? I got to thinking as I was reading my Bible this morning here, I was reading about uh, King Solomon, you know, in First King, the third chapter, and how he said that he had came up here, he had, uh, he was uh uh, pursue, he was brought to the throne room. He was brought to the throne of the palace. His kingdom, David had uh, had passed on, and now Solomon uh, took uh, authority over the king uh, over the kingdom and, and over Israel. Uh, you know, and that he was uh, praying to God, and he was pondering on what he should do and how he should govern himself. He said, "I'm just a child," you know, and that's just relative speaking. He was young and age, but he was talking about his experience. His knowledge, his commitment. Sometimes we are childish in things that God put our hands to do. Yes, we could be over 50, and we're foolish, and we're childish. Sometimes we could be 16 or 17, and we're still making foolish decisions, even the decisions that we made or that we're making as an adult. And he said that he was he was young, and he was a child, and he a and he prayed to God about some wisdom on how he should handle himself. And God said, hey, you did not come to me and ask for money and silver and gold and all those things here, but I'm going to give you something that's more valuable, more precious than those Say, I'm going to give you wisdom. And I got to thinking in today's time, in today's setting, wisdom is more valuable than gold and silver. Wisdom is more valuable than anything that we can perceive. You know, just think about it. Just think about all the foolish mistakes that you made because of a lack of wisdom or not using wisdom in the right content, in the right uh, setting, how we have made some mistakes based on our own knowledge and our own desires. And here this young man here, he asked God to teach him how to govern his people, teach him how to uh, have an understanding. And, you know, that's something that we need to be aware of in this day and time. With all the things that's going on, gas prices is running crazy. God, give me an understanding on these things. Don't let me be overwhelmed by this situation. Let me be able to manage the resources that you give me. I just want to encourage you this morning, you know, as we are, as we start this program each and every Saturday morning. We've been doing this a number of years. But, you know, we just want to encourage you to be strong in the Lord and the power is might. Now, you could be doing some other things. You could be listening to some other programs. But why don't you just take a, take note of this here program, a program that's making common sense in the midst of chaos, something that's trying to tell you how to govern yourself in spite of everything that's going on. You hadn't got too far out there that God can't bring you in. God's arms are not slack. And God is going to accomplish his purpose and his will in your life and in my life if we allow him to. Now, we can resist and we can just say no when he said go, you know, but God is going to do what he say he's going to do. You, it, it may take you a longer uh, a time. You may go a longer route. But God is going to get you to where he wants you to go if you don't give up. Now, you can kind of cut it short and kind of get you an exit plan and I'm talking about take yourself out. But if you live through this thing here, God will bless you more than you can ever, ever imagine. I think so much of a GPS system that we all are accustomed to. You know, that GPS system, is uh, you tell it where you want to go. You put in, uh, you uh, give it a location, a destination, and it it start on that route. And it take you the route that's more convenient for you. And if you have some detours or traffic jams or 
construction or whatever it may be. It'll say, hey, you know, I want to uh, redirect your route. And in order to, do, to redirect, you have to be paying attention. You have to acknowledge that you want this redirection. You could go on and just run into a roadblock and be frustrated, run into an uh, uh, accident or be frustrated. But if you let that GPS direct you, It'll it'll get you to your destination safely. And let's face it, sometimes when GPS is start taking us around the uh, the longer route, it start taking us outside of our comfort zone. So wait a minute, I'm not too sure about this. And then we have to tell it to you know the recalculator. We turn it off for a moment. But you know what? Sometimes when we turn off the word of God, when we turn off uh, the information that God gives us, when we don't apply it in our life, we get to where we're going. But sometimes it takes us longer. And it's more hardships and chaos along the way there. So I want you to think about that. As we talk about being encouraged, I want you to be encouraged today in spite of what's going on. You know, I love the Bible and I love what God says about the Bible concerning me. And you too. He talks about you too. He talks about us when he talking to Peter. And, you know, Peter was one of Jesus' disciples. Peter was right there with Jesus, one of the mouths of transfiguration. You know, when the glory of God descended upon Jesus. And Peter was there, and he saw it. And he said, wow, man, let's just stay here for a while. And, you know, and Jesus said, no, we're not going to stay here. Sometimes when God is doing a mighty thing in our life, we just want to stay there. I'm just going to stay here on this mountain. I'm not going to move. And God said, no, you got to move. There's some, there's some things for you to do. I want you to be mindful of that, uh, that old scenes right there. God have a mighty work for each and every one of us to do. Let's don't get comfortable in, our, in a one setting, in one frame set, or one occupation when God is in charge. How God moves things around in your life and my life for, for his glory. There's a, there's a dying world out there that we need to be a part of, that we need to uh, attend to. And I'm saying attending to it, just living a life that is pleasing to God. Sometimes you ain't got to say a word, but the way you carry yourself. I take it for instance, if um, a loved one need money, or a uh, uh, family member need money or whatever it may be, and you lecture them about it all the time, and then... Uh, then you find in your heart to just give them something and don't even fuss about it because you done told them the same thing. You need to manage your money. I can't keep you doing this or whatever it may be. Guess what? They beat themselves up more than you can because it, it, it probably took a whole lot of that out of them for them to ask you for some resources because they know that you're going to fuss about it. They know that you're going to uh, give them some uh some pointers on how to manage their money. They know these things here. But what if you didn't say nothing about it? What if you just went on and just done it? As long as it don't hurt you and affect your income, and you just went on and done it. Do you think that might make a big uh, world of difference? You remember how Jesus would encounter men and women that was uh, that had been caught in the middle of sin? Let's talk about the woman that caught in the middle of adultery. You know, and Jesus, he was there with her with her and some other people and they was getting ready to cast stones on them and Jesus intervened on that you know, on that woman's behalf. Then after the all had been said, all the people that went away because Jesus said, hey, whichever one of you have, have, without sin cast the first stone. You know how the story goes. You know what the Bible says about the, that portion of Scripture. And all of them left from the youngest to the oldest. And they left. And Jesus told the woman to go <coughs> and sin no more. <coughs> Excuse me, and said no more. He didn't give her a big lecture. He didn't tell her about the do's and don'ts of life. He didn't tell her that she's going to go to a devil's hell if she don't uh, stop doing what she's doing. 
He just forgave her. And I got to thinking, why would I keep fighting the same old battles in my own life when I'm fussing about stuff that don't matter to a hill of beans? I'm complaining about things all the time when I can just go on and let God take care of things. And he'll give you peace, and he'll give you comfort, and he will give you an assurance. I got to thinking, and I will, uh message I was sharing with you today, I'm talking about the message of, of, of spiritual message with dragons about uh, earthly truths, how Solomon prayed on some things, and God gave him wisdom. He didn't give him the money. He didn't give him the prestige. He didn't give him all the other things, the trapping of this world, but he gave him something that he needed that lasts a lifetime. He gave him wisdom. And along with that wisdom, other things come about. God is not going to give you a car without giving you wisdom to take care of that car. Now, you might do some foolish things, but God is going to give you the resources. You're going to count up the car, a house. God is not going to give you a house without giving you wisdom to be able to manage that house. Now, things may happen. You may struggle along the way with that because of the economic uh, uh, condition, the cost of health, or whatever it may be. But if God gave it to you, he'll see you through it. He will never put no more on you that you can bear. Remember that now. So don't be so quickly to give up or throw in the towel. Just hang on in there and let God work this thing out. And I got to thinking, as we go through life, we have a lot of challenges that I stated earlier. And sometimes we're victorious on some things, and then sometimes we miss the mark. But we can't beat ourselves up because we may have missed the mark on some things. Just imagine our Heavenly Father may be pleased that you even got up and attempted those things there. Because, you know, uh, as you attempt those things, whether you're successful or fail at it, you learn uh, you learn something through the process. And guess what? And that's what our relationship is with our Heavenly Father. Each and every day we ought to learn something by having another opportunity to be with him, another opportunity to learn about him, another opportunity to see his hand and his heart works in our life. Only by the grace of God that you are here today. Only because he loved you and I that we're able to do what we do today. You know, as the as, as things go on and there's chaos seem to be running rapidly every day, only by the grace of God here it hadn't fell on you or your family. But if it do, but by chance if it do, he'd give you that strength and that wisdom to go through those things. As the Apostle Paul, Paul wrote most of the New Testament, but Paul had some issues going on in his life, amen, and he prayed about those things there. They said, Paul prayed several times on these things. He said, God, take this thing away from me. Take it away. Paul had his own set of issues, and he prayed, and God gave him a word, a, a word of clarity, a word of peace, a word of an assurance. He said, for my grace is sufficient for you. Oh, man, the grace of God surpasses all our understanding. The grace of God give you allow you to sleep at night. The grace of God allows you to stand when all else is around you is falling. The grace of God allows you to get up and keep going. The grace of God allows you to sit down. It'll make you uh, speak up and also make you shut up. That's that grace of God that covers all of us. It covers a multitude of mishaps and chaos in our life. And he said that Paul uh, was praying on these things. He says, for my grace is sufficient for you. For in your weakness, I'm 
you've been made strong. Oh, my God, we've been made strong. We got that strength to withstand the storm. We got that strength to keep going. We got that strength to just say, for Christ I live and for Christ I die. We got that strength to continue to be the head of our house, continue to work that job that don't respect you, continue to manage your money when you don't seem to have enough money to make things work out. You're not giving up. You're not taking shortcuts. That's that grace that for Christ, uh, for Christ I live and for Christ I die. I'm here to encourage you this morning, encourage you to keep doing what you're doing for the Lord. As you listen to this program, being free on the inside, you have that freedom to live a life that is pleasing and acceptable to our Heavenly Father. You got that that power to fight off the wiles of the enemy. You got that ability to continue to go, to make choices. You know, choices that we make sometimes, they don't come out right, but we still have that choice. We still can make those choices, being free on the inside. No more chains are holding me. But use that freedom as an opportunity to do good and not to do evil. Just because you can do it, that don't mean that you uh, that you have to do it. We see men and women on a day-to-day basis. I'm talking about all of us that may be struggling with their finances, may be struggling with drug addiction. You may have fall, fell into that plight at one time or another. And now that you're clean and sober and that you're successful in your own eyesight and God is doing a mighty thing in your life, let's not forget about our brothers and sisters that's less fortunate because one day that was you. Remember what Jesus told Peter when Peter fell and Peter stumbled. And God told Peter, said, Peter, Peter, the devil have desire to sift you like we he asked for you peter he said hey i want to have peter and jesus said no 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 but he said peter i pray for you peter that when you are restored when you are strengthened when you get up out of that thing you're the strength of your brother that means that peter was gonna fall peter was gonna fail peter was gonna fall short on some things there but god said hey through my son jesus i'm praying for you that you can be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, that that, you, that everything will be okay in your life, amen. And so he let you know that, hey, I could uh, let everything be all right. That was my phone ringing there, so I got a guest that was going to call in. But, Dolly, they have the wrong number here, so we'll just reach out to them later and ask them to give us a call at, uh, at the other number here. But that call-in number is 310-982-4126. You two can call in and just uh, encourage our guests and just uh, voice your opinion on our weekly podcast here. And we're open for discussions and whatever you want to bring to the table that's uh, uh, that's positive, that's uh, in, uh, that's uplifting, encourage one another. Encourage me. Encourage the, encourage the host this morning. Amen. If you have a desire. If you don't, just kick back and relax. Cause this, is, this is God's business, you know. So I've, I've been doing this a number of years, and sometimes I get people to listen, sometimes I don't. But I don't worry about that. This is God's business, amen. And I want you to know that, too. You ain't got to have a whole lot of people following you. You ain't never got to be even known what you do. As long as you're doing it for the Lord, that's what counts. You know, I do ministry, and I've been doing ministry for quite a while, and I see people get frustrated over ministry. They get mad because people don't show up. They get mad because people don't participate. They get mad because people don't acknowledge your ministry. Wait a minute, brother. Wait a minute. Why are you getting mad about something that God put to your hands to do? Just because I don't show up don't mean that your ministry is not affected. Just because don't nobody support you that you think I'll support you, that don't mean that your ministry isn't valuable. It's valuable to God because sometimes 
saying? God just want to see how you're going to handle this situation. Remember, he told Abraham, he said, now, he said, now, Abraham, I want you. I want you, Abraham, to get up and, and, and be about uh, uh, go to a place that I'm going to show you to go. And Abraham, he got up and he went. But guess what? He ended up inviting Lot to go along with him. And guess what? They made it, but they, they had some challenges along the way, remember? Him and Lot broke up one time. Lot got in trouble one time. He had to go rescue Lot. Abraham made some mistakes in that journey there, and he had to go. And uh, uh, and he, he and, and he had to go and, and repent for the mistakes that he had made, and he had some challenges. But God is able, you know. And so we want to be very mindful that regardless of what's going on in our life, that God is able to take care of us more than what we can imagine. I like the story. Uh, I like those Bible stories that, uh, because it's a way. It's God is relay, uh, relaying some things to us that we need to know about how. Abraham was a man of faith. Abraham was a man that listened to the voice of God and acted on it. But along his journey, and he had quite a journey there. He left his his comfort zone. He left the places he familiar with. He left his his family surroundings, and he went out on uh, on what God had told him to do. What is God telling you to do today that you're willing to get up and get out? You know, He tell you to bring everybody else along. He didn't tell you to get a whole group of people and, and, and debate on what you should do and have meetings on it and, and, and make a strategy plan. He said, get up and go. Now, you got to count up the cost when you go out. Now, you got to make sure that you're taking care of yourself well enough and going to do the rest. But sometimes we put too much emphasis on getting up and getting out. We think too much about it. I know I'm guilty, too. I know sometimes God said, Joel, I want you to get up and do some things. And I got thinking, wow, God, do I have enough in me? Can I really do what you asked me to do? Little did I know that yes, yes, yes. Yes to his will. Yes to his way. Whether I know how the outcome is going to be, whether it's really received by people, guess what? Uh, I'm still doing it to the glory of God. i tell you a little deal was I had a speaking engagement. I went and spoke to a lot of people. That, uh, at one time, it was about two, 300 people. And after the setting of where I was getting ready to leave and people was coming up and giving me acknowledgement, they said, hey, we really enjoyed what you had to say and thank you. And a couple of people came up. I'm talking about a couple of people came up and said, man, I didn't quite get anything out of it, and I don't know what you were even, even talking about. But uh, everybody said it was okay, so I think it's, you know, so I agree with them. And then I got to thinking, we're in a group of people. Half the people, they're they not going to hear you. Other half are going to hear you. And other half ain't, ain't going to even understand what you're even saying. But that don't make the message ineffective. Uh, Paul had the same deal in the same challenges when he was in a place that he was speaking and they and he was talking about Jesus Christ and his resurrection and people say wait a minute Paul it's in the book of Acts of 26 and 27 chapter I believe you know or somewhere along there they said wait a minute Paul you telling us about a man that died and raised from the dead we didn't heard enough of this here Paul and Paul got ready to leave and somebody said no Paul don't go tell us some more about Jesus uh, this Jesus and his resurrection and some people said Paul, this is foolish of what you're talking about. And some people say, Paul, I think, you know, I don't know. I ain't made a decision on it, but I might want to hear some more at a later date. 
Paul's talking to the same people, but they had the three different mindsets was in that group. I want you to know today that people are not going to always gravitate to what you have to say. What I'm talking about today, some people might not understand it. Some people might say, tell us more, tell us more. Some people say, I don't know. I need to come back and revisit this. But that don't mean God is ineffective. Remember when Jesus was uh, was uh, doing his ministry, some people accepted it. Some people didn't. Some people said, well, uh, tell me more. And as he went about doing good, I'm talking about Jesus, he went about doing good. Uh, uh, I recall he did. Uh, he opened the eyes of some uh, 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 two blind men. Uh, um, it, it was three of some lepers. He, he cleared some lepers. I'm going to put it that way. I'm going to make the story. He cleared some lepers, and they said that they all went out. It was ten. They went out. And then one came back to give him acknowledgement. And Jesus said, one that ten of y'all, where's the other nine? And, you know, he couldn't speak up for them, but he can say that here I am, Lord. Thank you for what you did for me. You know, as we go through life, we have to acknowledge God for ourselves. We have to make this a personal thing and a personal endeavor, giving God the all the praise and giving him all the glory for what he had done for us. I'm going to end this short here because my guest is calling in, and I'm afraid that he's not able to get in this morning. But that's okay, though, because i got some other things to do. But I did want to just talk to you about being encouraged today and being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And I want you to hold on and hold on. And, uh, and 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 what do you got up for today? Anyway, I just want you to think about it. Are you going to encourage someone today? Today, you have ministry going on today. What is your strategy for today? And is God involved in your plan? You know, as we into the uh, the sixth month of this year here, having God been good to you and your family. You know, it's a lot of things that went on here, but God is still sitting on the throne. He's still holding on. To uh, to the promises, I'm telling you that He's holding on to the promises because He don't let go of the promises. And if God had promised you something, you can bet He still got it waiting for you. That's what I mean when I say He's holding on. He's promised you peace and comfort. You ain't missed out on it yet. He ain't gonna give it away. He ain't gonna give your peace away. He ain't gonna give your comfort away. He ain't gonna give your assurance away. And in turn, I don't want you to give the things away that God has for you. Don't give your family away. Don't give your future away. Don't give your prestige away. Come, let God work these things out and let him get the glory out of any situation that you may be facing, you know, because he is worthy to be praised. Again, you'll listen to Free on the Inside, an Internet program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you could be and let God continue to work these things out in your life here. And and I want you to uh, think about what, your, uh, what you're going to do the rest of the year. You know, as I do mentoring, I talk to young men and older men about mentoring, long-term, uh, long-term plans and short-term, talking about strategies. What is your uh, what is your goal for the remainder of the year? What is your short term goal for the next couple of months? What are you planning on doing with yourself and your family and your finances, your health or whatever it may be? What's weighing heavy on your mind? As we talked about how uh, how uh, Solomon he prayed on some things there, and guess what? God intervened in his life and gave him the desires of his heart. And God is no respecter person. What he done for one, he'll do for another. You know, God wants to wants to work things out in your life also. 
and allow you to be more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Amen. So, And I want you to think about some of your long-term plans. What do you want to be at six months from now? You know, what do you got going on for the remainder of the year here? Do you want to still be doing what you're always doing? Do you want to do better? And if you want to do what you're always doing, it's okay. It's depending on what you've been doing with yourself. Are you making any headway? Are you being successful Are you uh, about what you've been doing? You know, and, and it's okay. What you do is what you do, as long as you do it to the glory of God. Amen. And so I want to acknowledge some friends that I've been associated with and let them know that, hey, I appreciate what you're doing. You keep up the good work. I'm not going to give out any names right now because they know who they are in case I miss anybody. But thank you for doing what you do because you allow me to do what I do because you encourage me, you know. And so I want you to know that everything's going to be all right. And so we have to be mindful of those things there. Let's get ready to get on out of here. We want to be very mindful that, that that God is always able. There we go. I'm trying to cue up the music here. So we're going to get out of here with a little music. But thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Inside in that program, we're here every Saturday morning from eight to nine. That call-in number is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Looking forward to being with you again next week. Please check us out on Facebook and listen to this show its entirety, and also listen to the archive uh, of past services. We got quite a large archive, so go and check it out and see if you'll be blessed by our past shows here. Again, I'm Minister Lewis with Free on the Inside Ministry of Ministry to inform you, encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you could be. Glory to God. Grace, peace, and mercy follow upon you and your family. Till we talk again, till I see you, hear your voice again. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs>